Check. Who is that guy, Mike Check? We recording? We are. Psh. Dude, can you believe we're back in Vegas? Um, no. No. It, it just feels like it's been a long time. It was the longest year and also the fastest year all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that feeling. And so much of it, like, because we, we missed some tournaments last year, people forget that we did shoot Vegas last year. We right. never missed Vegas. Right. Which is cool. <laughs> I'll tell you this, this is the uh, first time that I've been to the South Point at a Vegas shoot and been able to walk out to the pool and not feel like I needed a jacket. Yeah, I asked Bruce to, uh, I said, hey, let's flip the, the dates of indoor nationals in Vegas because I like it now, so let's get, let's get it in March instead of February. And he quickly explains to some of the statistics to me, and I said, okay, fine, we won't, we won't do that. But I like the idea of it. Yeah. And yeah, Vegas is is nicer in April than maybe any other time of the year. It's actually really nice because yeah. it's not too hot. Not too hot. Evenings not are reasonably cool. Yeah. Not too cool, you know. But hey, anyway, we're here, and boy, I'm grateful to be here. And it's starting to feel like Vegas too. You can feel it on the shooting line. I mean, obviously, you're not doing the same thing between in your downtime. You know, typically, for me as an employee, I'm spending time in the booth or doing videos or whatever we got going on and you know you do the same and um you know this year here in the downtime we're i guess we're podcasting you know and there's some video stuff going on but it's not like it's a whole lot different without the you know 3500 people that really make this shoot what it is yes that's what's so. missing and that's what we miss here is that you know those 4000 people when you count family and yeah. friends those people coming to the booth, asking questions, sampling the latest wares, that's what's missing. But what is here is the top shooters in the world. Yeah. You win this tournament, you're going to have earned it. Absolutely. It's not going to feel the same, but you're going to have earned a, a good win. I would that's say, why they're paying us half. So, Well, <laughs> you know, at the to be realistic about this, Bruce um, is hanging it out there, putting this on the it's way It's a it losing is. endeavor for him to help keep the sport going right Dollar -wise, now. Dollar-wise, Yes. From the standpoint of doing what's needed to ensure the future of our sport through this difficult period, I would argue money well spent. 100%. Yep. And not, not everything has to be a return on investment, you know. It, it is, a re you will see it a will return be, on but investment, it might not be something that an accountant can, you know. Yes, they're not going to point to this tournament and say, you made this much money here. You're going to say, you lost this much money here, but you, you'll get it back someday. So we're back at the Vegas shoot. We finally have a live event where we've got archers from around the world. We've got a few archers here from other countries. Did you know about 7% of the total number of participants at Vegas come from another country? I thought that number would be higher, but it's actually only yeah, 7% or so. Yeah, Bruce was talking to us about that yesterday, wasn't he? But you know what? We really miss the... Because so many of those 7% are high-end shooters. People we know and yeah. have relations with. We, yeah. we miss it when they're not here. And well, so, and you think 7% of nearly 4,000 is... You're, you're talking like 300 people or whatever the number is. So Yeah. Yeah, it it's, it's a good chunk. Good chunk missing. Yeah. 280. And, and so we miss all of you who weren't able to make the trip and... Uh, Look forward to making sure that you're all back here in 2022. 2022. I don't know if that has a nice ring to it or not, but I think that's, it does. that's what we're headed for. So. 280, that is the number. Fix my math there on the fly. You were pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, you've been doing it all day, so. <laughs> no, I've been adding 30 all day, 30 thankfully. And 30 and, and 30 not adding and 29. Yeah, so far clean. <laughs> Tomorrow, our one whole, more. Yeah, our whole bale was clean. It was me, uh, 
the Cooge, Dave Cousins, yeah. Bob Eiler, and Steve Marsh. We call him Steve Darsh. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a fun bail. Interesting. It's fun bail. So we got uh, we've got a number of three uh, hundreds again today, and as we speak right now, in about half an hour, there's going to be another one of those shootoffs for two two thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. I hope people forget to come and they just give it to me, but I think some are sticking around. I'm seeing a lot of them sticking around, so I don't think that's going to work out. I don't think it's going to work out. Let me yeah. let me pitch something at you because you know some conversation yesterday. All right, the uh, you were in it. The shoot down for the twenty five hundred bucks. The idea is that you shoot a single arrow, uh, cold, no practice. You are trying to hit the X ring. Uh, that is what counts, and if you uh, get it, then you stay in. Other people drop out, and if you get it again, but don't do it inside out, it's counted as a nine. It's a lucky dog shoot off, basically. Yes, exactly that because it's exactly the same rule. Nice lucky dog practice. So here's here's my question, and here's what came up. Some folks had this thought that I personally thought was a good idea. Both guys yesterday missed shot nines, and so they had to shoot again. Like seven times. Yes, about seven times. After, when you say nines, they shot X's, not inside. They're just correct. Not inside they shot out, yeah. something other than the X. Inside out X. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In fact, something other than the inside out X, yep. meaning they touched the line. Not a forgiving situation. Yeah. But they shot nines as far as the score is concerned. Yes. Once that happens, I, I suggest we pull a number corresponding to one of the guys that had gone out in the first part of the pass. And bring them back in. They get another go. They lucky, get another a super go. Super lucky dog. Super lucky dog. It's a form of repechage. And then if they all miss again, bring another. You kick that guy out, and you bring a new one in. Yes. Yes. So he's like, uh, you got here's your one more chance. Yeah. Yes. Even better. I think that that would do a number That'd of things. That would be awesome. It'd it keep everyone here. It would keep everybody here because yeah. they might get their number called. Oh, it yeah. would absolutely get them, you know, a little bit riled up from the standpoint oh, yeah. of watching. I think it's a great idea. Not it my idea. idea. It came from uh, from a third party, but we I thought Bruce do it today. Bruce is great about. It. He goes, eh, "It's my tournament. I can change the rules on the fly." All right, I'll have a chat with him. Have a chat. I will see what he says. I will have a chat with him because it has merit. I'm yeah. telling you, I think it's a great idea. It is, uh, and because we had to do the draw for the flights for the virtual Vegas, we have a basket full of ping pong balls with numbers from one to one hundred. So could, we have the tool. Uh, he could do a randomizer on it. There's, like, computer apps, you know, yeah. some way. Then you don't have to drag out a ping pong ball thing, make it look like you're playing uh, Powerball. The ping pong balls it, got spilled halfway through the draw. Oops. <laughs> you should have seen it. It was like people chasing these things all over the floor. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be totally – I think that's great. But what will happen tonight, they'll get in there. It'll be, like, four guys left, and they'll shoot two ends three ends and then someone will finally do it so how do you decide when you draw a person back in is it only when there's two yeah yeah something like that yeah, yeah. or you could just say we're drawing a person back in every end so you go one end of inside the out, group gets bigger and then and then that group has so you go one end of inside out everyone who gets it now they get one end after that draw someone in after that draw someone in i like it because it increases the chance of the thing being wrapped up faster than nine ends as well. Now, I was looking forward to about a one to two hour shoot off yesterday. I was like really hoping I could go to the bathroom, come back out. We you were know, more or less room, on track for it, man. Change, come back. They're still trying to make it happen. Didn't. And when the one and when Steve, it was Steve Marsh, Steve Darsh finally got it yesterday. He won it. The other guy almost 
went inside out. He was close. It, they almost tied with inside outs. They almost had to do it again. It was great. The other question of the philosophy, of course, is, you know, the whole question, the lucky dog arrow setup. How many of you guys are out oh, yeah. there with an X-10 in their quiver? I mean, I forgot that yeah. that was even a thing, so I didn't bring one. Yeah. Well, that's because you're not going to be in the lucky dog position. You're going to be in the championship yeah, position. Yeah, I, I mean, hopefully, yeah. But there was guys yesterday rolled no, 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 in I with just another site. I, you know? I, just, I just announced it. So <laughs> I appreciate <reality>. that. <laughs> well, then do I have to shoot tomorrow? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, because of the um, still rather stringent COVID restrictions, um, you know, masking and all that other stuff, Bruce actually has a contingency plan in case the tournament got shut down. Yeah. You know, for reasons outside of our control. I think it was just pay me, right? Well, and the idea was that, you know, if the thing got shut down, as long as that first day's scores were in, we would be good. Because yeah. then they could just rank it off of that. Here it is. Yeah. That'd really stink to it be, would. A, you know. And it's not going to happen. A but, perfect 300 sitting in 35th place. But that's the kind of thing they got to plan on. Yeah. It, uh, oh, they're, they're, we're going to make it through. My, my favorite part of yesterday, you and I and Bruce were standing talking with Bruce we were all probably not six feet apart we were 12.12 feet apart yeah exactly yeah 12.12 12.12 we were long and I pulled my mask down because it was hot it is it's, and it's a not lady, comfortable a lady from the hotel walked by and says sir please put your mask up and we were standing where people smoke right it was we were the smoking, not smoking section and not smoking we Bruce, don't smoke. Bruce might have been Bruce was yeah we don't smoke but if we did we'd smoke Paul Malls uh, they can't advertise, I don't think, so that plug doesn't go. But no. anyhow, I said to the lady, oh, sorry, I was smoking. And she said back instantly and 100% serious. She goes, oh, if you're smoking, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So if you're smoking your cigarette, you can have your mask off. Right. Smoking your cigarette and blowing your smoke everywhere where you can see exactly where your germ cloud would go. You can have your mask off. You know, last year the French were saying nicotine kills COVID. I'm just Start saying. Smoking them Paul Malls, baby. Well, you know, or Giton if you're in France. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, fun to hear. And I had heard they say that. I had heard it, and they, they, they did. And Yeah. But you know what? People are following the rules. Whatever the rules are, people are following them. Same thing happened to Bruce, you know, uh, the previous day. And he was actually directed to smoke. Yeah, oh, start smoking. Yeah, no, it was it was along the lines of Sir, you need to put your mask on. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm going to be smoking and he's like, "Well, you need to be smoking then." Actively smoking. Yeah. Yeah. So he was actually directed to do something that no one in their right mind would actually tell somebody to do. I mean, I don't want to make light of anything, no. but there's some stuff here that there is no critical thinking used whatsoever to determine some of these protocols. It is insane. Insane. I noticed that the, um, the slot machines have an interesting thing going on. If the slot machines are one foot apart, it's different than if the slot machines are side by side. I mean, you know, touching. Oh, uh, they so got the plexiglass up? The one foot apart ones don't, and the ones that are exactly touching do. Anyway. Enough COVID. COVID's dead. It'll be oh. beautiful. I, I, in fact, I might just edit that whole section out. Here's the thing. Yeah. You know, we, we are really happy to be back here in Vegas. Oh, for uh, sure. We'd be happier, of course, if the 4,000, 4,500 uh, participants that we normally see and family are, are, were here. But you know what? We are grateful to have what we got. And no doubt. I, I got to tell you, Steve, looking at the, 
you know, looking at the targets, looking at what's happening on the line, I cannot tell you that I'm not looking at a normal Vegas, looking um, at that aspect of it. Yeah, the it reminds me a little too. bit of the Riviera because we're in the ballrooms rather than arena. Right, it's I got think that guys feel like, to it. I think yeah. the ballroom is way better to shoot in. Yeah. The arena sucks to shoot in. The light stinks. Yeah. You don't get light. The lights are so high, and these targets are vertical, right? Right. The one thing nice about when you're shooting in Europe, they're almost always an angled target butt. Or you have. They pick up way more light. Or like Neem, you have a light, a light system directly attached up. to the thing. Yes. Yeah, it's very good. So here, um, in this particular ballroom, the lighting is way better than the arena. And it, it's, you know, you got the carpet rather than the big gray fake astroturf or whatever they roll out. And it just, it's, it's like the old Vegas, the, the one time I went to the Riv. It's got that feel to it, you know. Back in the day, we used to shoot at the Tropicana in the tennis courts, and uh, that green tennis court material would just absorb light like crazy. And, uh, you know, this is definitely better lighting than those yeah. conditions from back in the day. So, just got our obligatory podcast there we go. selfie. Yeah, people are probably like, what's going on? Nope, selfie time. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah, important. It's so. fun. I'm, I'm glad we're here. I'm having fun. Yeah, I, I really think next year people are going to be able to come back and they're going to say heck yeah this is fun let's let's blow the top off this thing and have a real nice event so there's a little bit of a shout out that we probably should uh, give out this uh, young lady from uh, hawaii 13 years old liko yeah liko has shot another 300 she has cleaned she at rushmore rumble shot 900 with like 80 x's or maybe more yeah and uh yeah she's 13 she's like a She's a tall 13-year-old, you know. She she looks older than 13, so she's she's drawing a bow that's probably similar to what a lot of the women pros are shooting. And uh, she's making it happen. I mean, she's strong shooter. Yeah. You can tell impressive. she got under some pressure today. And and it was probably about end 7, 8, she started getting a little loose. 9, 10, she just crushed them, yeah. moved on. Let's get out of here. So there's she's, a... She's beyond, well beyond. She's... She's so far beyond her years, there's really like, there's no way of really stating it that way because you don't just automatically, no one really has been, there's very few women archers who've been where she is at any point in the history of the Vegas shoot. We'll be keeping an eye on that one because she's definitely somebody with a lot of talent and it's just going to be a question of whether she can continue to realize that. Yeah. As, you can't even call it potential because she's already there. Yeah, so, you know, the question is going to be as she gets into high school and yeah. the distractions and all that sort of thing. But right now, hey, it's a really cool thing to watch. Yeah, that is always, I mean, you see, and I've been in this game long enough now to see the young generation come up, and so many of them unfortunately fall away after high school. As they get older in high school, they get more involved in other sports or whatever. And I always encourage I say, you know what, you only get a chance at high school sports one time. You can be a pro archer when you're 50. You know, you can do it the whole time. So take advantage of what opportunities you have in your youthful days that won't be there after and and do those you know and that's what i did i didn't touch a bow and shoot archery between middle school and high school yeah. carrying a basketball was probably a little more lucrative potentially too i mean potentially but <laughs> yeah it went nowhere so well, <laughs> well it was fun i got to Hey, how many people get to play college ball from yeah. a school with an actual, you know? I mean, the program? truth is, in a Division One in the states, and well, it's international, really. Division One basketball is international. Um, 
there's 330-ish schools, and they get they have 12 scholarships. So assuming there's three of each class, and it doesn't really even count that way because there's often you have fifth-year seniors. You're looking at about 600 to 900, a thousand kids come in every year, and some of those come from junior college. So out of high school, there's maybe 500 kids. You know, so that was yeah, that was one of like 500 kids who got to leave high school and play Division One basketball, and that was a great opportunity, and it was no fun at all. <laughs> and if it had been, you could be a star today on the Italian circuit. Yeah, the Italian circuit are probably playing in like. Maybe Turkey Norway. Is there Norwegian actually. basketball? There's probably I'm Norwegian sure, basketball. I'm sure. Everyone's got it. You know, one of my old teammates uh, was from Rotterdam, actually. Oh. And he's playing there, and he's dominating. You know, he was like 6'11", and really, really skilled player. And uh, I had some others who went, you know, other teammates who went and played in Germany and uh, Croatia, I want to say, you know, and other places, of course. But... You know, Croatia wasn't in my future. You so. could, you could, you could live pretty well in Croatia on basketball money. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad place. Beautiful either. place. Yeah, really, one of my favorites in Europe. We're in Vegas, so shooting archery. Yes, we are. <laughs> as we come back full circle. I don't know how we get off on what we get off on sometimes. But it is what it is. What else is there to talk about? Oh, all sorts of stuff. For example, did you notice the very first thing I noticed? When I walked into the South Point, was the absence of smoke, the absence of cigarette odor. I didn't notice that. I caught cigarette odor. Maybe because of the time that I came it in? Could be. You just or got perhaps, fortunate. Perhaps I have a highly effective mask. Maybe. It's this Under Armour mask. That one looks nice. It's, well, it's definitely fashionable. It's not, I, not I terribly have, comfortable. Mine's Lancaster Archery. Oh, even better. Made by Richardson. The hat wow. company. The hat company. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And in fact, uh, Richardson hats are also used by Easton for some stuff, right? <laughs> it's all good. So what do we? Uh, what do we? What else is there to cover here? Uh, who have you seen so far to that that surprised you with their physical changes um, over the past year? <laughs> Well, you got Bruce who's Bruce really has lost a third down. of a Bruce. Yeah, he has. He looks pretty good. I need to Bruce myself. Um, yeah, I, I mean that's all I really want to. I don't need. I don't need to go into any others. Probably shouldn't. No. Uh, <laughs> but it is what it is. We should probably edit out about half of this podcast. 